0: No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you at right now. It what you say. The Wrestling Day. Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, brought to you by The Wrestling Realm. Well, we're on episode 97, coming up on the 100th episode, where I will break down the decade. So I'm interested to see, what are your thoughts? What were some of the best moments of this decade? Who was the best wrestler? That's what I want to know. Who do you guys think? I already know who I have already in mind, but I want to know, who do you have as the best wrestler of the decade? And I want to know, best pay-per-view of the decade, best match. So... We'll get into that, but this is episode 97, and it's only right to go right into our top rope. rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. The top rope this week, Daniel Bryan reviving the yes movement. You know, a few weeks ago, he talked about not wanting to do that. And you slowly started to see that he was making this turn. Now, let's go back to a year ago. Let's turn the clock back to a year ago. He wins the WWE Championship on. Um, this is when SmackDown Live was on a Tuesday. I really saw it coming. But. He AJ Styles, became the champion. He was the number two, perhaps maybe number three babyface on the SmackDown Live brand. Well, sometimes we heard from Christian, it's always better to be the number one heel than the number two babyface. We saw that in 2011. Christian wins the WWE World Heavyweight, well, it was called the World Heavyweight Championship That was vacated by Edge. He defeated Alberto Del Rio. Then he won it at Extreme Rules. And then lost it immediately to Randy Orton. Now, a lot of us felt, why couldn't the WWE give Christian the opportunity? Give him a chance to run with the ball. Why did you have to take the golden boy Randy Orton over there? And then after the next pay-per-view, we saw the heel turn from Christian. And that was similar to what we saw with Daniel Bryan that night. Because he used a low blow to defeat AJ Styles. Well, the heel turn maybe has ran its course. Maybe Fox wants to see, <coughs> excuse me, maybe Fox wants to see the yes movement. We watched the match with the, at the Survivor Series. And this is what he discussed as he told people he was bringing it back. We saw the fact that the people were cheering and he began to feed off of that energy right before the fiend was slowly I mean will quickly take him out but Daniel Bryan announced the the yes movement is back. I'm excited for it we're at December right now. Nine times out of ten and I gotta really do some thinking I think the last time a major title changed hands in December was when Sheamus became the world, uh, the WWE champion when he defeated John Cena. But that match, that belt kind of came right back to him. I want to know what's going to happen because I don't see Daniel Bryan winning the WWE championship. I think that we all just know this is going to eventually get us Roman Reigns versus The Fiend. Hope that I'm wrong. I just don't want to see nothing forced because. I'm starting to see this yes movement pick up and gain traction. So now I want to know what's going to happen. Well, Bray Wyatt pretty much, you know, he showed up at the fun house and he pretty much said to Daniel Bryan, like, hi, hi okay, we, we, I see, you know, that's cool. And then, you know, he's like disappeared. Then all of a sudden, you know, Daniel Bryan gets the crowd going with the yes chance. Lights go out. The fiend comes from underneath the ring. And does what he does. He chokes him out. But, if you watch carefully, or if you watch, you saw the way the show ended. He took him underneath. And then he came back up with pieces of Brian's hair. So, I want to know. Are we getting a clean cut, Daniel Bryan? Or are we getting a funny hairstyle? Who knows? I noticed before he won the WWE Championship. And actually before his return. Because remember when he cut his hair when he was GM. But you started slowly but surely seeing him grow his hair back. And that's when it looked like, man, we might not get Daniel Bryan as uh, back in the ring. But slowly but surely, then there was the talks. He's been talking to people. He's getting cleared. He's getting cleared. And boom, there it was. Something we never thought would happen. Daniel Bryan was back in the ring. Now I want to see what's going to happen, how he's going to look. And that's going to be a, a, a anticipation until we get to Friday night. What does Daniel Bryan look like? But I tell you, this fiend, man, did you see that he has, they have a custom, a handcrafted, custom-made championship? That's well over, I think it's either, I think it's $7,000 or $6,500. And I looked, I'm like, oh, boy. Now, of course, I got a couple titles right here. Would love to have more. Hopefully, I'll have more soon. That one, I don't even like the way it looks. You know, I just don't. I, I don't like the way it looks. I, it just, And I surely really ain't paying the price for that. Now, I'm not a huge Fiend fan. I like him. I like the character. I like the fact that there's somebody that's intriguing and you don't know what's going to happen. But, uh, no, I'm not paying. What if my man Tim, biggest Bray Wyatt fan I know, what if he's going to get that title? But let's move on. Sasha and Bailey. Now... They came out to address the SmackDown Live women and address them for losing at the Survivor Series. Now, we know Bailey was defeated by Shayna Baszler, but I loved how her and Sasha made it seem like Sasha was the last woman standing. Granted, it was one versus three, so she had some gripe here. And, you know, they went out there and they just said, look, y'all dropped the ball and told them they need to get right. Um, but that would lead to Lacey Evans coming out there, and Lacey Evans had a lot to say, and she looked like she w- will be set up to be the next challenger for Bailey but and you know if you want to get to Bailey, you take out Sasha if you want to get the Sasha, you take out Bailey, and that's what she did. She hit Sasha with the women's right um so this is gonna be interesting. I know there's a lot of speculation that we're gonna get a Bailey versus Sasha at WrestleMania. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest, I don't want to see it. Not right now. Um, I like them as heels. I think they're hot as heels. I, I love this character from Sasha Banks. I do not need to see her once again as a babyface. No time soon. And Bailey is just getting her, you know, feet wet. So, we, WrestleMania is in April. We're in December. And I know this is around the time where we start to get a preview of what the card will look like. Obviously, they already know. Possibly it's a lot of WrestleMania matches penciled in, I'm sure. I just hope this is not one of them. Uh, Speaking of women, sticking right there, Nikki Cross victorious over Sonya Deville. but then afterwards, she would be attacked by Mandy Rhodes and Sonya Deville. Um, Mandy Rhodes still sticking sticking to this whole Nikki's not pretty and all this other stuff, which is very annoying dare say but hey you know it is what it is i guess mandy rose is somebody that you would look at and some men would drool over her so they have to give us a reason to boo her and this certainly is one but we saw alexa bliss come out there and you know come to nikki cross's aid returning alexa bliss so that was good and it's great to see those two hug it out i think this will be a feud that we'll see think these two ladies eventually will split i just see alexa bliss turning on nikki cross sooner than later i could be wrong but i think that's gonna happen but as far as sasha and bailey something i do not want to see folks so i'm gonna go ahead and take the first break i'll be back after this message i don't know exactly what uh, what the heck heck is this what do you mean what the heck is this look what does it look like Bro, you said, what is this? you said you wanted some, something big and possess and stuff. Not, uh, not, not this. This ain't it. No, no bro. Trust, no. Me, trust me. No. Bro, trust me. You're not listening to me. Trust me. This is good. I'm, Ready? No. This is what we need. What You know oh. what we need? The wrestling realm is styling oh and profiling gosh. all over the internet wrestling bro, community. Bro, bro what you, oh Bro, this dad. is. I don't, Listen, I don't care. You can leave all you want, bro. Listen, diamonds are forever, woo, and so is the wrestling room, woo, the limousine riding, jet flying, Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, we... And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, that real Dwayne Allen is a fool, hilarious. Oh boy, make sure you subscribe to the wrestling room, you get more content like that, I mean... You know, we ain't wrapped too tight, to be honest with you. But nonetheless, here's the tapped out for this week. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. The tapped out this week: Starcade, not the pay-per-view. The fact that the WWE network decided to have some technical difficulties. Now, you look forward to this just because of the name. Let's be real. It's a house show. Now, I know we talk about the Crown Jewels, the Super Showdowns, all that. Those are house shows. This is a definitely a glory. This is a house show for the fans, but they dressed it up. They put the Starcade name on it. put the sp- Starcade spedazzle in the graphics, which I think this should be a full pay-per-view. You got the name. Use it. Don't throw it away for a house show. That's another tapped out right there. But I went to log on 7 o'clock. I said, all right, cool. I'm going to watch Star You know, I'll watch that, and then I'll do the show. And there was an error. WWE Network was not working. I'm like, you do WrestleMania, which I'm sure you have a lot of people. You do SummerSlam, Survivor Series was last week. All these shows, all these NXT takeovers. And you have network issues for this one. And this is a show you cannot get anywhere else. And I said we would jump on the cable companies and order a pay per view, but worst case scenario, maybe there's somebody out there that would. This was a network exclusive. Now they righted their wrong by going onto the YouTube channel and allowing us to watch it there while they fix things. But nonetheless, this was just unacceptable. But one of the matches they had was a Fatal Four Way match, which featured it was for the Fatal Four Way tag team match for the women's tag titles. And you had the Kabuki Warriors defending against Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross, also defending against Becky and Charlotte, as well as Sasha and Bayley. Now, of course, the Kabuki Warriors retain the titles. But going to this, I thought since you know what, I know it's I know it's not the same thing. Perhaps they could drop the titles. I was actually thinking, if you would have asked me to make a choice, I probably would have picked Becky and Charlotte just because. But nonetheless, Kabuki Warriors are still your reigning women's tag team champions. Dare say, they may end up being the best at it. Um, also, you, you what was supposed to be the main event was Lashley and Rusev in a, a no-holds-barred match. But Lashley, well, I should say Rusev, has a restraining order against him. He cannot come within so many feet of Lana and Lashley, but that didn't stop him. Um, now, they did throw Kevin Owens in there. Owens cracked a few house show jokes telling about nobody cares about your relationship and Bobby Lashley, nobody's cared about your career. But in the end, Rusev would show up, cause Kevin Owens to lose by disqualification, and then he would attack Bobby Lashley all over the place. So... I believe these two are going to have a showdown this month at the TLC pay-per-view. And I can tell you one thing, there will not be any tender love and care. It will be a lot of tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. And so um, moving on, go back to SmackDown. We saw The New Day, who was celebrating five years, five years of being together. They had a tag team match where they successfully defended the tag team championships against Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, I want to see what's going to happen with the new day. Mainly, Kofi Kingston. Now, you've got Big E right there, who a lot of people believe could be next in line, should be. You know, Corey Graves even said on his podcast, he is somebody who should be in the Um, works in the ranks for the WWE Championship. Give him that opportunity. But then you have Kofi, who hasn't gotten a rematch, and, you know, there's no more rematch clauses, but essentially being kicked away, and that's just ridiculous. The former WWE Champion, the guy who held the belt for well over six months, was on the kickoff show at the Survivor Series. So, I want to see what happens with that. Yes, tag team titles are nice. I believe they had them seven times. But, come on. These guys are main eventers. This was a match of a bunch of workhorses. And I guarantee you, a lot of people didn't care about it. Um, Speaking of care, Bobby Roode. So, Roman Reigns came out there, discussed the win at the Survivor Series for the SmackDown Live team. And talked about why he push essentially kicked Bobby um uh, Baron Corbin who wasn't going to get any praise from him to the curb but Corbin instead he sent Robert Roode to have a match with Roman now Rude took Corbin's um apparatus and came this close to hitting Roman with it but he missed and he taunted him by saying you know just making, uh, basically saying you ain't gonna be the same for your daughter and all this other stuff, and that would set Roman Reigns off. Roman, when he saw the damage that that the Corbin's um, thing did to the chair, that would lead him to just practically go ham on Robert Roode. As you see, he speared him through the, um, speared him through the barricade. Then he would go ahead and take the table. The announce table, lift it up and throw it on top of him. So you really saw Roman Reigns just lose it. And the the thing is, like Corey Gray said, don't mention, you never mention Roman's kids. So I thought this was pretty good. I liked how it was done. I want to see how is Robert Rue going to rebound from this. He's one of the people that I have to say is kind of a disappointment a little bit. He came, he was in Impact Wrestling or TNA, whatever you want to call it, was their champion. Was a phenomenal champion. Had the look. Had the, the mic skills. Had the whole badass Then, you know, put on some good matches. He comes to the WWE. Goes to NXT first. He's glorious. Wins the NXT championship. And you just enjoy watching him. And then they bring him to the main roster. They turn him babyface. And then it's just, you know, now they make him heal. But he's with Dolph Ziggler. And Ziggler's the epitome of wrestling purgatory. Where he just never can crack through that glass ceiling. So, I'm just looking at it like, man, Robert Rude, honestly, a disappointment. So, but it's time to go around the net. Around the net, brought to you by B Waters Productions. If there's anything out there, you have an event or you want something filmed, simply log on to B Waters Productions, follow on Instagram, make sure you hit me up. I can tweet. I can put together social media content for you. I can do photography. I can do videography. You let me, the CEO of B Waters Productions. Now, we start with Kelly Klein, former Ring of Honor Women's Champion, showed that she was blocked by Ring of Honor Wrestling on Twitter. Now, of course, the graphic that you have, you see right up there. I can only get. But so much so the thumbnail wouldn't show the actual block screen but that's what happened. She quote tweeted that still going to she says she's still going to support the amazing town. We all know Kelly Klein and Ring of Honor right now or maybe you don't know that she was essentially let go because she spoke out about the unsafe working conditions. So that's unfortunate. Um, this past week it was Russell K And some other a lot of wrestling, but um, Jordan Grace tweeted that hey, remember that time Sandman came up to four women about to main event to tell us that women main eventing is wrong, and any male wrestler with any sort of experience would agree. Was this in 1998? No, it was tonight, December 2019. So it's unfortunate that somebody like the Sandman, who was, you know, known for his tactics in ECW, but it's not like he was ever a main eventer in the WWE, it's unfortunate that he would say something like this. Uh, You would like to think that we're past it, this type of stuff, but unfortunately we're not. And I've heard, you know, a lot of people say, oh, drunk Sandman doing drunk Sandman things, well, you know, it is what it is, it sucks, but to the women out there, keep killing it, keep killing it, keep killing it, they are phenomenal, and they know it, Um, Chicago, last weekend, you know, it was a lot of wrestling, I mean, they had everything, they had Raw, Smackdown, AEW Dynamite, TakeOver War Games, and Survivor Series, so, for you numbers people out there, Let's get into it. Here's how it looked: Survivor Series, eleven thousand five hundred people, a legit sellout. Takeover, only a thousand people less. It would take over War Games, ten thousand five hundred people. Um, WWE Friday Night Smackdown, seventy thousand eight hundred people in attendance. WWE Monday Night Raw, seven thousand two hundred. And for AEW Dynamite, six thousand one hundred folks. So, know a lot of talk out there. AEW's beating WWE NXT in the race. AEW's beating NXT in the race. I Told y'all, slow down. And I don't. I'm not rooting. I'm not rooting for either company. To be honest with you, I know I covered a WWE heavy, and people may think that, but. I'm not rooting for either company. I want to see everybody succeed. And I think if AEW wins some matches, that's, uh, some nights, that's good for them. It means people are watching. They're delivering a product that people want to see. But then NXT, same thing. So only time will tell. I do think they'll jump back into it. But we got to see AEW make stars. Like I said about the women's division, we saw what happened with Joey Janela last week. There's already issues He's not happy with where he's being booked, so he didn't even get on his flight. So, we'll see. Speaking of AEW, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, also known as DMJF, did a little Cody Rhodes thing. And he, you remember when Cody Rhodes left WWE, he said after his 90 days, he wrote out a list. And he had a list of people that he wanted to wrestle. These people on the independent scene. Well, MJF, and he put like after, and he named his, I think it was like August 2014, uh, 15, whatever his, the end of his 90 day probation. Well, MJF says after eleven nine which was um, AEW full gear, he says, a list of people I will never face. And he has Cody Rhodes. Oh boy. Now, if this isn't he, I love it. I love everything about this. So. There's MJF doing MJF things. You know this is coming to a head. I want to know, when's the next AEW pay-per-view? What, what are they gearing up towards? What are they fighting towards? That's what I want to know. And the little bit of the bubbly, Chris Jericho announced that he had his own wine. And it's called a little bit of bubbly. And guess what? He sold... Ten thousand, as a ten thousand bottles of bubbly. So congratulations to Chris Jericho. Keeps reinventing himself. I don't think that when he won the AEW championship and he talked about he was gonna celebrate with some bubbly. I don't think he had the intention. Of, oh, I'm gonna turn this and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna say bubbly and then I'm gonna have my own wine. No, it just shows the adaptation and how he's able to do things like this and constantly reinvent himself having people now people said bubbly a little bit but now you it's a it's a thing right a lot of wrestling fans are saying it a little bit of the bubbly and then finally Captain this off, trish stratus had a special ww24 on her ww network aired that i was actually watching as i was preparing for the show i'll finish it i'm telling you it's really good especially if you're a trish stratus fan such as myself I believe she is one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time. So it really just do- digs into her career and talks about how she got started, her final match, at, you know, farewell match with Charlotte Flair, the previous retirement match with Lita. So this is, um, you know, all the WWE 24s are great, but you know, I had to mention this one because Trish Stratus. So, oh. And then, yeah, the final thing, I guess I'll mention it. Y'all know, I mean, people may not know, I'm not a Batista fan, but uh, him and <laughs> one of my favorites, Dana Brooke, they've been having an ex- interesting exchange, I love connection, they say, on Twitter. So, uh, congratulations to them, they got together. Uh, but yeah, you know, go check out the tweets. He has my personal account blocked on Twitter. But, you know, we've got multiple Twitter accounts you run. You can kind of get away from that. And you can see what you couldn't see on one. You can see on another. But, uh, yeah, you know, it started off, I guess, started off with some pictures. And now they're here. So, congratulations to Dave and Dana. So, folks, that'll be it for this episode. Episode number 97 of Break It Down with Brian H. Make sure you subscribe to the the podcast. Make sure you are following the show on Twitter at wrestling Rome. Make sure you follow Instagram at wrestling Rome. Go on Facebook, like the fan page, do it, do it now. Make sure you subscribe to the show, on Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify. Just hit the follow button, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, drop the five star rating. And when you do send me a screenshot, I'll give you a shout out. I promise. Till the next time folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.